The diehard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. Shady Rays is having their best deal of the year. Just go to ShadyRays.com and use code SGPN for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized shades. We're also brought to you by SGPN's Draft Week. All week long, SGPN has you covered with draft props, mock drafts, and our live NFL draft watch party. So make sure you smash that subscribe button at YouTube.com slash Sports Gambling Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the Diehard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Sean, stacking the money green with my fellow diehards, Rob and Justin. The Eagles, the draft, it's here Thursday night. It all goes down. Justin, on a scale of uh, one to 10, how jacked are you for this draft? Oh, man, with each day, I get more excited. I'm actually, you know, I was starting to dive a little bit deeper into things this past week, and I- I'm upset with myself that I didn't start looking into the draft even sooner. I was peeking in there, reading a few articles here and there, but uh, now that everything's really coming together, uh, it just keeps getting more and more exciting. I love the fact that, you know, Derek, potential Derek Henry trades out there, oh, yeah. question whether that's good or oh. bad, and just all the <laughs> other types of options that are, that are, uh, potentially there for us it's just it's exciting it's probably the most exciting time of the year other than like you know uh football game itself yeah i mean just the the hype the potential what we could be getting and, and uh, turn the page on the super bowl loss it's uh it feels like a clean slate rob you seem really excited for derrick henry anytime you can give up assets for a old running back i think it's i think it's something you got to do right Oh, that was uh, that story. Or I don't even know if you want to call it a story, but that would have been such a terrible trade. I'm sorry. Um, I mean, if, if it just makes no sense, it goes against everything the Eagles believe in. I mean, we signed Rashad Penny. Um, let's see what he can do paired with Gainwell, or you know, maybe we address something in the draft, and we'll talk about that here in a minute. But I mean, getting a guy like Henry, and I get it. He's he's been tremendous. He's been great. Um, but you know, I, I just, just didn't make sense for us. So I'm glad to hear that. It seems like those reports were total nonsense. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, Henry is definitely one of those guys where I'm not dying to get him, but if they did trade for him, I totally talk myself into him. You I'm, were kind of into it, Sean. I could tell you were like talking yourself into it. Even after the report he runs so hard, he trucks people that stiff arm, I don't know if how he can do it with the cap wizardry. Again, this is assuming we're not giving up much and I don't think they would do it if they had to give up much. Um, again, I don't know how, how he pulls off these uh, trades and you know, whatever sort of salary cap wizardry that he does, but he figures it out. And uh, again, it's the same it, to me. It's almost like the same thing like Bijan. I don't want them to do it, but if they do do it, I definitely have some talking points uh, to to get ready for the draft. Perfect transition to the draft itself at at ten. Justin, what do you uh, what do you want them to do? What do you think they'll do? I mean, I think there's a couple things uh, you hope a guy falls. Uh, so, what would I want them to do if somebody does fall, like Carter or Witherspoon or Sorkin, uh, Sorinsky, Saronsky? 
Um, I could talk myself into it other than those guys. I, I think even if they don't like those guys, I'd be completely content with them actually trading down. I think that's the most likely what's going to take place. Uh, but, I mean, if you get a guy like Carter, I'd be happy. Like I said, I think he just loses talent. Um, I understand, you know, the conditioning is potentially an issue. Uh, Witherspoon just seems like a big talent as well. Uh, after that, you, you kind of question, hey, 10's so high. If you can get another pick from somebody out of that, especially for next year, maybe like ball, trade down with Baltimore, get a first for next year and, you know, go down 12 spots to 22 or maybe the Chargers have something and you can work down to 21 and get like uh, the 85th pick and potentially Eckler or something like that. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But all that sounds exciting. But yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, you get a guy like Carter or else or Witherspoon or else you trade down is what I think I would like. I think, though, what what happens if they don't? uh, Yeah, never mind. That's about it. Yeah, we haven't even hit on Austin Eckler. I would be surprised if they do the Austin Eckler trade because part of the Austin Eckler deal is like he wants more money. You would have to get him the big contract to get the trade done. And it just, if they're not going to pay Miles Sanders, I don't see them paying way more for Austin Eckler. But again, he would be exciting in the offense, but I, I just don't see them signing any running back to a second contract, which is why I don't think they would use a number 10 pick on uh Bijan Robinson. Rob, you agree? Look, this goes against everything that I think I've believed in for like the last <laughs> 10 years. Um, but I'm in. I am in on, on Bijan Robinson. On Bijan. Wow. I, uh, I no, Eckler is I think terrible trade. I I don't want to touch it. He's a great player, but I'm not paying a running back. He wants more money. The clear answer is to go all in on Bijan Robinson. Wow. Number oh. 10. Maybe you considered trading back a couple spots if you think you can get them and someone's jump. Maybe if like, you know, I could see maybe a QB falls or something and um, we trade back a couple spots to a QB needy team and take him. But I'm all in on 10 and here's why. One, you get the rookie contract. Um, I clearly think it would be probably a five-year, you know, thing because you get the extra option with a rookie. Um, And look, the offense with him would be electric. I mean, we have Goddard, we have Devontae Smith, we have AJ Brown, we have our offensive line, and yeah, add Bijan Robinson to that. And you know, the one thing, and I've been watching a couple things and, and reading about him is I don't think it's just a pure running back play. I think he's the kind of guy that you could split out to the slot, you could get in space. So I think there yeah. it would really add some dynamic, uh, you know, aspect to the offense. And I think it's clearly a, hey, it, is it a luxury pick, so to speak? Yeah, I, I do think it is. Um, but I think it's a win now kind of move. We we think we're in this kind of window, you know, maybe the next three years where we can really compete. And I think it could put our offense over the top. So. Um, I'm in. Uh, do I think they're going to do it? I, I don't know. Probably not. Um, I think much more likely if if one of those defensive guys drops, like like um, you know, Justin mentioned, they'll go for them. Um, and if not, I could very well see them kind of trading back and and getting a few picks. But uh, maybe maybe Howie's been working on this smoke screen for like the last ten years, and uh, <laughs> this is the year he fools everyone and takes the running back. Wow, I'm I'm Justin. I don't know wow. about you, but I'm in I'm in shock. I mean, Rob, 
prides himself on plus EV moves and, and going all in on Bajan Robinson. I just, I, I, again, he's a guy, if they draft him, I'll talk myself into it, but one, I don't think, I just don't think they do it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. And it, at the end of the day, he's still a running back. Like you can get Evan Hall in the, in, you know, in the later rounds, we've seen Jonathan Taylor in the second round. There's so many other good running backs. And again, I feel like I could rush for, you know, six, 700 yards behind our dominant offensive line. Like I, I but again, if he's out, if he's out there and they sign him, I'll be, I'll be excited. Justin, the mental picture of you running behind our offensive line, Sean, is just amazing to me. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like realist Rob is starting to sound like idealist Rob. Yeah, right what's going on? It's the offense. Well, that's like the exercise, on. right? Who do we want? I think I think I like it. Um, I, I like like you said, Sean. I think I could talk myself into it if we do. I, I do think ten is just high for him. I mean. I was looking at the first round draft picks who have been t- uh, running backs who have been taken recently with like Najee Harris, Edithiani. Um, I think Edward Solaire was also and Josh Jacobs. So I, I just, I wonder if it is just like you said, Rob, too much of a luxury pick. But as you say, I, I can't deny that if, if we do get a running back, man, we will, we would a really good running back. And if, if he would pan out, that we would be a great offense. Um, I, I will say, I think I'm against it, but mm. I could talk myself into it if it happens. Yeah. And I want to say part of my thinking is I, I, the taking like an edge rusher or something at 10 scares me, right? Unless, unless like one of these guys fall, like I'm not hot on like Nolan Smith at 10. Now, if he falls to 30, that's different. Yeah. Um, you know, I just think like 10 for like an edge rusher is like a weird, area like you don't get those top tier guys uh as an edge rusher so you're going with a guy that either is raw with maybe some upside that's hit or miss or someone that's undersized um so i I just i don't love edge rusher in that range personally now if someone falls or we jump up that's different maybe you can get someone you know offensive line i think you could get a really good offensive lineman there the question is is that really a huge need for this year? I mean, offensive line is always a huge need. Certainly bringing someone in would help the team give us depth if someone gets hurt or to, you know, to groom, you know, guys like Lane and stuff aren't going to be around forever. Um, but, you know, I do think the running back could help the team. Now, the one position that I, I still would not count out uh, that I wouldn't mind, and Justin, you noted it, is if one of the top cornerbacks falls um, I, you know, I know we re-signed both Slay and, um, you know, Bradbury, but they're still both older guys. They're not signed, you know, long-term at this point. So I would not complain at all if we went corner at that spot either, if one of those good corners is available. Taking a quick break to talk about Shady Rays. Oh, man, I love my Shady Rays. They're awesome. First off, they're just cool sunglasses. They make you look cool. Uh, and that's kind of partly what sunglasses, that's their job. They're also, it, it blocks out the sun. It keeps your eyes safe. Honestly, what feels great about Shady Rays, one, they look and feel like an expensive pair of sunglasses, but they're not expensive at all. And you're always so worried, if you're like me, of losing or breaking your sunglasses. Shady Rays are awesome. They offer the most insane protection and 
Uh, their loss and replacement uh, policy is amazing. If you lose or break your sunglasses day one, they will replace it with a new pair. No questions asked. Again, look sharp, bet sharp in your Shady Rays. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code SGPN for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. NBA, NHL playoffs are here, plus daily MLB games. So many ways to win over at Underdog Fantasy and including player prop parlay. So, uh, if, if traditional sports gambling isn't legal in your state, underdog fantasy could be a nice solution. And Best Ball Mania 4 is coming. $15 million in prizes. It's going to be a wild summer. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. And, of course, make sure to get in our free NFL drafts prop contest, $250 cash and a $50 uh, SGPN gift card. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord to get signed up over there. And we're back. On the Dire Eagles podcast, yeah. Um, for me, I I hear your concerns with Dolan Smith. I like him. I don't think we we're, we're gonna have a shot on Jalen Carter unless they trade up. Um, and I I again, he was a dominant beast inside, and defensive tackle is kind of a need. But I think also edge rusher is kind of a need. I mean, Derek Barnett. Who knows what we have with that? Um, Josh Sweat is good, but again, like he's that knee thing I think is going to prevent him from being like a full-time dominant player. Nolan Smith is small, but if he can put on a little bit of weight, I mean, his comp is essentially like Hassan Reddick. Uh, and they're talking about, you can use him like Micah Parsons, drop him back in coverage a little bit. Uh, I know Jonathan Gaden isn't here, so we'll see if they still want to try and do stuff like that. But Again, like it, you can never have too good of a pass rush in the National Football League. Um, I think the I think defensive line is is really a strong contender. But you look at the betting odds, and uh, offensive line is like two to one or like minus two fifty as the favorite, which is pretty crazy. Because I I just I don't think you're getting the first tackle in the draft. Um, because I think the Bears ahead of you are are definitely taking alignment, possibly even the Raiders. So you're getting like the second or a third offensive lineman in a position you don't necessarily need this year. I get you always want to load up in the trenches, but I'm with you guys. I If it came down to like ranking what I would want them to do, it would be defensive line and then one of the cornerbacks and then offensive line again. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good about stocking up offensive linemen, but if you're just going to draft a guy who's going to be a guard, like he has to be awesome to take him in the top 10 uh, of the entire draft. I mean, Quentin Nelson was like six overall and he's like, you know, considered one of the best guard prospects ever. I, I don't see any guys like that. Um, and the tackles, you know, best case, they're a backup tackle for a year or two, um, you know, knock on wood. So I, I don't know. I, I would rather get a guy like Nolan Smith that could have an impact or Jalen Carter day one. I do think, uh, and again, on sports game on podcast, we've been giving out a ton of props. I do think there's a, a little bit of a chance they go wide receiver 
uh, maybe at 10, especially if they trade down and get a guy like uh, Smith and Jigma, because you might be able to get the first receiver in the draft at like 14. If you trade down, he would be an awesome slot receiver. Uh, I gave it out at 50 to one as a prop bet. Uh, when it first came out, it's down to 10 to one. So again, not super likely, but I wouldn't be, you know, Howie and Jeffrey love the passing game. Uh, last time they drafted a receiver at 10, he turned into Devonta Smith. So I guess I wouldn't be shocked if they do that, but uh gun to my head. I do think they go defensive line there at 10 or, or trading down does seem to make a lot of sense, but we had this discussion on uh, SGP. I'd like to get your thoughts, uh, Rob, and then Justin, now that salary cap isn't an issue uh, because we figured out how to uh, hack the salary cap and we don't have to worry about loading up on all these extra picks. Do you think the Eagles are still likely to trade down now that they figured out uh, the cap space for the next four years? Um, Again, I, I think it just depends on the board and who they want. Um, I, I don't, I don't think they're definitely trading down, but I, I do think it's, you know, it's a possibility, you know, you can't give a definitive answer to this, right? I, I think clearly they've set themselves up good with the salary cap that I don't think it forces them to trade down. Um, but at the same time, you know, I think Howie is a guy that is always looking at an angle, always wants to make a move and is always trying to stockpile picks. So, you know, if the opportunity presents itself, and I think especially um, if a QB falls, and we can kind of take advantage of that, you know, then I think, yeah, he, he will drop down because I think 10, you know, is in that range where you don't necessarily always get the blue chip must have guy. And, you know, if you drop back five spots, you might get a guy that you like just as much. So could I see how he doing that? Sure. But I, I don't see it driven as much as a salary cap. Um, move at this point. I, I don't think it's 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 a must because of the salary cap. Yeah, I would say if I had to put a percentage on it, I'd say there's a, a greater chance that we trade down than we actually pick at 10. And, yeah. and I think, as Rob pointed out, if, I think at 10, you're kind of in a little bit of a limbo as far as what you have to pick. Um, if we're at 10, I think Smith is still around, Van Ness and Miles Murphy and, and how he likes those DNs, right? Yeah. Likes to pick a DN. I think there's a good chance that if we can only drop, you know, five, six, maybe seven picks down to, you know, 15, 16, 17, um, one of those guys may still be there. And maybe that's what they would be counting on. Um, steal, you know, an extra pick in this draft or maybe next draft, as well as be able to get one of those guys a little bit later by giving up the 10th pick. All right, let's kick it down to 30. We do have the 30th pick. A lot of options here at 30. I mean, for me, a uh, couple guys to add onto the list of guys they want. Um, this guy I put I, I put out my mock draft. I had the, them taking Kalijah Cansey, defensive tackle out of Pittsburgh at 30th. But uh, even like later or even hours after I put it out, there's like – uh, reports of him like shooting up draft boards. He's a defensive tackle for Pittsburgh interior pocket smasher who piled up 14 and a half sacks over the last seasons or last two seasons. This to me is like a perfect replacement for Javon Hargrave. Uh, you're getting him in the first round. You're getting that extra uh, year of control. I mean, there's a couple other defensive tackles 
Um, Bessie, I think is the, is the last name kid out of Clemson. Uh, he's, he's been linked up there pretty high. And then I do think if they don't go, um, if they don't go Bijan, which I, I, I still don't think they will ultimately do. Oh yeah. Brian, uh, Brice, a defensive tackle out of Clemson, six, six, two ninety eight, five star recruit. Um, Again, he he had a torn ACL in 2021. Um, he's he's played through a ton. Uh, he's a pretty interesting pick. And then last but not least, I think that safety, uh, which is considered the like number one safety uh, in the class, Brian uh, Branch, who I guess he's like a cornerback or safety, depending. Um, I think he's kind of interesting. Now, again, safety is another position they've never drafted in the first round, kind of like running back. They like just rarely do it. But I think they might make an exception for him. And then uh, other prospects that have been linked to them at 30, Jameer Gibbs. So all those, I mean, if they can get Kalaji Kansi, I would love that. I'm just worried he's going to get a little bit of uh, hype kind of coming up as we get closer to draft. So those are kind of who I think they're kicking around. Um, I, I, I still think I would take, uh, yeah, I still think I would take, um, uh, Kalijah Kansi there at 30, but what do you, what do you think of Justin? Um, you know, there's two guys who I will, I would be happy if they took here. Um, if we're looking for somebody who could maybe make a, a nice splash for us, I like Zay flowers a lot. He's a guy who has speed from Boston College, wide receiver. I mean, he's just – I don't know. I think he's somebody who would really fill a void for us. Um, I hate to put Quez out like that, but he's got speed. He runs a four, uh, 4 um, not quite as fast as um, Watkins. I think he ran like a four three five, But still, uh, I, th- I think he'd be a nice touch as a third receiver there for us. And then um, Osiris Torrance out of Florida – is a guard. Uh, apparently, he's really good at the position. Uh, I, th- I think he would definitely fill a void for us potentially there, at least be a solid backup. I mean, it sounds like Jurgens might have that uh, right guard spot filled up, but I think, you know, if Osiris is as good as some of the things I'm reading about it, maybe he's a guy who could potentially start there. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but uh, what do I think we'll do? I think actually uh, John Michael Schmitz, who's a center for Minnesota. Ooh. It just seems like that prototypical guy who we might pick up, uh, especially with Kelsey, you know, kind of being in and out. I know we've picked up Dickerson uh, and Jurgens the past uh, two years here, but here's another center who I think maybe we could pick up and move over to guard as we've seen with Dickerson uh, if we need to, uh, or could fill that void of center if, you know, Kelsey's not, Kelsey ends up moving on after this season. He's 6'3. I think he played heavy. He was uh, 320, I think, last season. But uh, from what it looks like, he showed up at the combine at 300. So he's getting closer to that uh, Kelsey size as he uh, takes off a few pounds. Yeah, I mean, I I guess I'd be a little surprised if they went center just because they have Jurgens kind of as like the man in weight. But if they don't think Jurgens can start a guard, I think that definitely would lead them to take uh, an offensive lineman in the first round. I think if they, especially if they take one at 10, that kind of makes me think like, okay, they think Jurgens is just a center and that he can't uh, start at guard for say Amalu. So that'd be interesting. Rob, what about you? End of the first round. What are you thinking here? Yeah, I was actually thinking uh, the same pick that you had, Sean, that branch. Um, I actually could see them going for a safety. Um, I like him. 
Um, you know, I think he could be solid back there. Obviously, we lost CJ. Um, you know, just bring some youth to that position. Um, kind of help, you know, since we're going to have two cornerbacks that are getting older, still played at a high level, but to give them a little help over the top, um, I think that would be a good pick. And honestly, I liked your other one. I had that written down here, too, that if they don't go Bijan, um, you know, I think Gibbs could be a great pickup there, too. Um, you know, you'd love to get Gibbs in the second round probably at that point, pay him a little less, but, you know, get him in the first round. I guess you do get that extra year option. Um, so I, I could see that being a pick if they don't do it at 10 uh, for Bijan, which probably is unlikely if I'm being honest. Um, <laughs> but it's, you know, it's hard to argue. With no, if, there is, if there is one running back or one situation that they would do it, it does seem like it's this year for Bijan. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, it's hard to argue with what you said. I could see this as a spot where you do go guard someone that maybe Stoutland likes and you can plug in for some depth. Maybe someone that in a pinch you could kick out to the corner. Um, I don't have a specific name in mind, um, but I, I could easily see that being a position. You know, the other the other positions, I I don't know. No one else drops it, jumps out. I don't know if you're going to really get a tackle at thirty. I don't know if you're going to get a good edge rusher unless someone really falls. So you know, I think those are are the positions that you can still get a high quality guy. Um, that can make a big impact at 30. So, um, you know, I'd like to see us make one of those moves. All right. Yeah, we. Why don't we just jump to the uh, simulator? Because I think that'll be a fun way to also hit on uh, who we like in the second round. Uh, we'll just do these. Uh, PFF is like a mock draft simulator. Now, all right, we'll 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 do this first one. Now there, there's all these different settings, including public versus the PFF board. Uh, the default is like closer towards the public. Do we want to, do we want to mess with that setting at all? Uh, positional value. Do we want to mess with that one draft for needs? Do we want to mess with that one? Randomness. Any, uh, any thoughts on the settings? I'm fine with public. All right. Yeah, yeah I'm fine. with whatever. We'll keep the default one yeah. and see where it goes. All right, I'm entering the draft. We're drafting, baby. Starting the draft. Okay, here's here's who we got. I'll read off uh, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Will Anderson, Anthony Richardson. Jalen Carter goes at five. Christian Gonzalez, Paris Johnson, Tyree Wilson goes. Oh, Gonzalez went eight. Um, Skronsky at nine. Okay, so according to PFF, here's what we're looking at. We got Devin Witherspoon, Will Levis, obviously no. Uh, Bajan Robinson, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Dalton Kincaid, the tight end, Nolan Smith, the DN, Kalijah Cansey, but that I think that's too early. Brian Branch, Miles Murphy, and so on. Rob, are we doing it? Are we drafting Bijan here? <laughs> to me, in that list that you just read, it's between Bijan and Witherspoon. Uh, Justin, do we have any trades available? <laughs> Let's see. I'll click over on the trade tab. I do uh, like Witherspoon a lot, but it, don't we? Aren't Brad? We have Bradbury and Slay until twenty sixteen. They become free agents, right? Yeah, I don't know. Or twenty twenty six. There's there's definitely ways we can get out of um, yeah, those contracts. Yeah, pretty early, or at least I mean, it's Howie. I kind of yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's Howie. What do it's I kind of vote Witherspoon because I do think he's really good. Yeah. I'd have to go Witherspoon. 
Rob, how say you? All right. Are you All are you right. standing on the table for Bijan? I'll do it. I'll do Witherspoon, but I'm not happy about it. Right. Bijan's <laughs> awesome. I'm gonna. We'll do another one with Bijan because I do want to see how our draft looks. I don't want Nolan Smith at ten. I think it's too early. I agree. Okay. So now we, we shot down to the thirtieth pick. We have Dalton Kincaid, Michael Mayer. I don't see them going tight end. Antoine uh, or Anton Harrison tackle out of Oklahoma. I could see them doing that. Um, Jameer Gibbs, the running back from Alabama could see that uh, the edge rusher out of Kansas state, Felix Anudike Uzoma, your boy, John Michael Schmitz, uh, uh, Pintandi Mozzie Smith, who's supposedly like a beast uh, for Michigan there. Uh, Brian Brees, who we we had just talked about, defensive tackle out of Clemson. So what are we doing here, Justin? Any of those names uh, pop for you? Brian Branch is gone. Oh man, that's a tough one. I mean, because I don't even really want John Michael <laughs> Schmidt. That's more uh, what I think how we might do. Yeah, uh, when I brought it up, like what I think the Eagles could potentially do. Um, not that exciting. I kind of say uh, Mozzie Smith, a defensive tackle out of Michigan. He's a freak. Um, then- I wouldn't be against him. I, I wouldn't be against Gibbs here either. Um, I know Gibbs doesn't offer us that much size though, compared to what we have as far as running back. But I mean, if you're an effective running back, I mean, that's been the argument against him, right? Um, it doesn't really matter. Who cares if we have guys who aren't, you know, big pounders. And there's um, a, there's a cornerback too, Cam Smith, uh, who we haven't talked about much. Out of I'm not a big life. fan of him. Yeah. Personally, but. Uh, um, I would, I'd say, um, I mean, I'd probably say Gibbs at this point, but I'll just for somebody fun, Rob, but I don't know. What, what are you, you guys what are we doing? doing? I'm in on Gibbs. All right. I can, you can talk me into Gibbs. Okay. Drafting Gibbs. All right. Now we're on the 62. Um, Josh downs receiver, uh, Nathaniel Dell receiver, Thule, uh, Tui Pelotu, edge rusher out of USC. Uh, Antonio Johnson, safety out of Texas A&M. Those are pretty interesting to me. Clark Phillips III, cornerback out of Utah. Cedric Tillman, receiver out of Tennessee. Uh, Devin Achain, uh running back out of Texas A&M. I don't think we draft him in this version, but he's someone maybe we come come back to if we when we do another one of these and and hold off on Jameer Gibbs. I would say uh Tuli uh to a Pelotu out of uh USC just because that's a big program and uh getting an edge rusher here I think would be uh pretty solid. But uh Rob, how say you? Uh what's the best offensive lineman? Best offensive well Luke Weipler as a center out of Ohio State. He's their highest ranked uh, O-line available, but O-line looks pretty, uh, picked over. All right. I'll go with your pick. I would, if I could chime in Antonio Johnson, somebody who I had down for potentially 62. I mean, he's a, he's six, two, he beats blockers to their spots. He, he tackles well too. Um, uh, but I'm not against taking who you, who you want there, Sean. Uh, I just wanted to point out, I mean, yeah, if, if he is in the draft and yeah, he's there, try, I, I, I've seen a lot of people linking Antonio Johnson to the Eagles as well. So let's draft. Qu- just quick question. Should yeah. we be taking a quarterback to oh, get yes. Hurts on oh, this man. Thank you. The QB factory. God. <laughs> is is uh, Tanner McKee there or, uh, you know, Hendon Hooker? Come on. 
<laughs> All right, I'll filter my position. Tanner McKee is available. Dorian Thompson Robinson is available. I I actually like Dorian Thompson Robinson. Uh yeah, I'm not against. Well, I am against picking him here completely, but I do like that kid too. But yeah. All right. So what are we doing here? We're doing uh, pick your guy. Who'd you say first? Sorry. Uh, Tulio to But I, I yeah. let's let's draft the safety. I want to see what happens. Uh, with that. All right. I'm drafting the safety Antonio Johnson, Texas A&M. Here is our grade. Uh, Devin Witherspoon. We get an A for that. Jameer Gibbs. We get a C minus. Don't like Sorry, that guys. one. And then Antonio Johnson. We get a, we get an A. Yeah. So that's pretty yeah, fun. All right. Running we're doing another one. The draft. <laughs> any, uh, any adjustment on the settings or just run it back. You can run it back. Let me ask you guys in between. Um, this is really Eagles unrelated, but just for my own curiosity, what do you think uh, will be the order of the top four quarterbacks taken at the draft? It's a great question, Rob. I think, I think it goes uh, Bryce Young, Will Levis, then Anthony Richardson, then CJ Stroud. I, I oh wow, yeah, yeah. I see. I think the only thing that gets mixed up here is I think Bryce definitely, and then I'm only curious. I think, I think the only mix-up swap might be between Will Levis and Stroud. So I I'm gonna say Levis because it seems like it's going that way. Yeah, actually, I no. You know what? I'm gonna say Stroud. I think with all the info out there and everything, uh, and then I'll say Levis, and I think Richardson just falls. Mm. I, I really do. It's possible. I, I, yeah, I don't know. That's just my guess. Rob? Fired up the next draft, and wouldn't you yeah, know? I, I tend to agree with you, Justin, I think. Um, I could see Richardson falling a little bit, but, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It seemed like you know it was such a lock for Young and – uh, Stroud to go one two, and now clearly it seems like Young's going number one, but the the rest has kind of got all shaken up. Well, yeah, perfect transition to the this next mock. Bryce Young goes number one. Uh, Stroud goes two. Witherspoon three. Will Anderson four. Which I just think there's no way the Colts don't take um, a quarterback there. But uh, whatever. Tyree Wilson, Christian Gonzalez, Anthony Richardson goes to the Raiders. Will Levis goes to the Falcons. Skaronsky to wow. the Bears. That means we got a pretty good decision here. Jalen Carter or Bijan Robinson. I think we got to take Jalen Carter here. This is if he's Was Paris Johnson it, taken. Paris Johnson or the who's the other offensive lineman? No, Paris Johnson. Him, yeah, Paris. No. This is honestly the best case scenario for us, where all four quarterbacks are taken ahead of us. Uh, Paris Johnson's on the board. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Jalen. I think we have to take Jalen Carter. I would say Jalen Carter too here. I feel like this is Rob's worst scenario no, with Jalen and Bijan. That's <laughs> a tough call for me, but with this group, I'm just really worried about Jalen Carter personally. Um, I don't know. I just I don't know that I can I can get behind it, um, but to me it actually would probably be between Paris Johnson and Jalen Carter though. Oh, okay. in this scenario, yeah. Again, you can never have too many good offensive linemen, but let's just see how the Jalen Carter experience treats us. All right, <laughs> firing on Jalen Carter. 
Uh, okay, we're down to 30 here. Uh, let's see. Top prospects, a couple of the tight ends, not interested. Uh, Anton Harrison, tackle at Oklahoma. Osiris Torrance, the guard we were mentioning earlier. Uh, uh, the edge rusher out of Kansas State. A new DK Zoma. Jameer Gibbs is here uh, once again, although we got a bad grade for that. Darnell Washington. Yeah, not getting burned right. twice on that. Yeah. Uh, Josh Downs, receiver out of North Carolina. I wouldn't mind. Uh, why don't we try taking uh, off uh, O lineman here? Either tackle out of Oklahoma, Anton Harrison, or the guard, um, Osiris Torrance. I think that might be, and it's a Florida Gator. How he might, uh, you know, have a PFF soft- uh, did say about Osiris Torrance. There's never been a more guardy guard prospect. <laughs> I found that interesting. Sold. <laughs> All right, we're in. Siren Torrance, we're drafting you. Okay, now we get to 62. We have uh, Sam Laporta, who is a good tight end. I don't think we do it. I like that kid. Yeah. I I was going to ask you guys now. I think tight end is too early at 62, but, I mean, if we took a tight end with the next pick, I would not be upset. I actually wouldn't be upset with Laporta here just because, I mean, you saw what happened when Goddard goes down, and then Stoll's just not the answer. And Tyree Johnson experiment is over at this point. <laughs> yeah, the poor guy couldn't stay healthy. He's kind of a freak. But uh, I, I, I wouldn't be opposed to drafting Laporta. But we do have Zach Charbonnet, the running back out of UCLA. He seems like a guy that would be awesome at sixty-two. Um, and then we have our boy Antonio Johnson, the safety there, kind of the kind of the same guys as uh, previously, but. I think it's between Sam Laporta and Charbonnet, the running back. Rob, which way are you leaning? I actually like tight end here. Um, you know, I think, you know, Goddard, one, he still has a lot of years left, so I'm not suggesting otherwise, but he's 28 years. I actually think he's about the same age as Ertz was when we drafted Goddard. Um you know, to have a little one-two punch, have some depth there. I actually think it would be good for the offense. But the the you know, so I, I actually like tight end here. Oh, nice. Hey, I will. I do want to point out with Charbonnet. I I, I like the kid because he's big. But uh, there was an interview I saw. He said one thing he went back to school for his senior year was just to you know continue to work on his passing or his catching. I guess. Um, not that he wasn't a good receiver, but the fact that he didn't do a lot of it his junior year. So he wanted to make sure that, you know, he got that in there with Kelly being there at UCLA. Uh, he was able and afforded that chance, which I feel like has been something that's been lacking within, you know, with our, uh, running backs in recent years, but, uh, I am all for Laporta, but I just want to point that out about Charbonnet. Yeah, no, it's interesting. Laporta is not a guy that was on my radar at all, but he, you guys are making some good points about, um, you know, just kind of maybe it's time. Also, like we love running 12 personnel and we really haven't found that second tight end to match with Goddard. All right, I'm doing it. I'm pulling the trigger on Sam Laporta analyzing our draft. Oh, we dominated this draft. We just straight dominated. So Jalen Carter, we got an A plus. Osiris Torrance, we got an A minus. Sam Laporta, we got an A. So we're just we're just Ooh. moving over Howie. Here <laughs> we come. All right, what? Let's do one more because I do want to try one uh, with us drafting Bijan. 
Oh, of course, Bijan. All right. I'm going to restart the draft. <laughs> well, of course, Bijan. Like they, like they normally do in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, guys, start restart this. I don't want to. <laughs> Would be great if you were afforded like a one restart every 10 years. <laughs> Unplug, reset. All right. Starting the draft once again. Okay, Bijan is available to us. I think we take Bijan and just see where it goes from here. Let's do it. Firing on Bijan at 10. All right, now at 30, we got that offensive tackle at Oklahoma, Anton Harrison. Will McDonald, edge rusher out of Iowa State, who I've seen has been linked to. Mm. Um, Jameer Gibbs, we're definitely not going to draft here. Uh, Anu DK Uzoma, uh, once again, is here. Uh. Mozzie Smith, who I do like. So what do you guys think? It I I think it I I think we would probably go Will McDonald or take a tackle uh that Anton Harrison. But uh Justin, which which way are you lean in here? Uh I'm fine with Harrison. All right. Rob. Yeah, I don't have a strong opinion one way or the other. Yeah, he can he can play guard. Okay, now we're back on the 62. Charbonnet, the running backs there. Nathaniel Dell, receiver to Houston. Luke Weipler, center. Keanu Benton, uh, defensive line. I feel like we almost have to go defense here. Um, let's see. Yeah, you want to go Keanu Benton out of Wisconsin, defensive lineman. He's the he's the top graded D line there. Feel like we we got, or maybe we go cornerback. Clark Phillip the third out of Utah is there as far as highest cornerback uh, rated. Jadavius Hodges Tomlinson. I like that kid. I was wondering how close to he was. Yeah, the All kid right. from TCU. Yeah, I'll I'll roll the dice with him. All right, drafting him. Let's see what he's, we got. He's had some forced fumbles too, which is nice, even though he's small. I think well, he's like five eight. Th- this was just yeah. a disaster of a draft, according to Pierre. <laughs> we got a C for our Bijan pick, B oh. plus for Anton Harrison, <laughs> and then a D for Justin's uh now uh, I'm just Tomlinson. I'm gonna follow this kid now. <laughs> a little no, Justin is my GM. <laughs> um it, all right. What yeah, do you think the odds are that Bijan falls to 30? Oh, nah. very low. Yeah, I don't know. And Rob, if we let's say Bijan falls to 30 and we do not take him. Oh, well, man, that would be stupid. <laughs> Just curious. I mean, I could see it's it's to me. It's not out of the question that he falls to like 20 ish. Yeah. Um, I just don't see him getting the 30. Yeah, but who knows? I don't think he does either. I was just curious. Uh, it, it it doesn't seem like somebody will pick him up at this point. He is pretty talented. So I mean, I would much rather pick, you know, if we could trade back five spots and get him or something, I would feel much better about it. Do I think 10 is a little high for a running back? Yeah, I, I mean, I do. Um, I'm just, but the, the prospect of our offense with him and everyone else we have is just, you know, exciting. I mean, imagine the read option with Hertz and him. Oh yeah, no, I can t- I can tell you're getting you're getting worked up, Rob. Keep going, <laughs> keep going, guess. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. So, uh, yeah, I think 
Yeah, I don't know. I think if we do go with Bijan, it won't be a 10, would be my prediction. It would be us trading back, and then he's still there. And then Howie's like, I got to do it. I got to pull the trigger on Bijan. It was interesting. I mean, Nicobe Dean is kind of, if you look at how long we waited, I mean, we had other opportunities to take him, right? Before we finally just like, oh, I know, Howie Howie was had no him. other choice. And I mean, Pulling the trigger on a linebacker goes against, like, I feel like every fiber of his being. Um, I, I almost feel like running back falls into that category, too. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Howie, trust in Howie. All right. What is, um, all right, before we wrap up here, is there a disaster scenario that we're worried about? Is there something that it happens first round? in the draft and you're super disappointed, Justin, is there something you're worried they'll do? I mean, I, I think I would be disappointed if we got to 10 and I mean, and I think they could do this right. And they take like, and this isn't disaster scenario. I'd live with a guy like Nolan Smith or I would, you know, or even like Paris Johnson at 10, but I I just feel like, you're not getting as much bang for your buck there. It's almost worth it to trade down a few spots because somebody like that's going to be there, you know, at 15 or 16, I think relatively comparable. So I think that's a, a almost like a bad situation that I could potentially see happening where we take a guy like Nolan at, at 10, but we could have traded back and got something of, of uh, you know, the same quality, uh, but got more picks for it in the end. Yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. to me, the most, uh, I'm, the scenario I'm dreading from an entertainment uh, point of view is an offensive lineman because it's just boring. Um, but again, you can't really get too mad because the, the offensive line is always good. And that's what kind of keeps us in, uh, keeps us consistently decent. So I won't be pissed, but I, uh, offensive lineman at 10 is just so boring. Uh, that I guess that's what I'm that's what I'm rooting against, just entertainment wise. And we're pretty deep already. Like it just feels like a bit of a waste. But again, I guess yeah, I, I agree, Sean. I mean, so, so good over the years. I, I'm rooting against it, but I don't know. Maybe that's why they are so good. They're always drafted offensive linemen. They just always end up redshirting a guy. It seems like. I mean, Skoronsky is the only guy who I would probably be happy if we got him at 10, who's an offensive lineman at that point. But yeah, I hear you, Rob, any disaster scenarios? Yeah. I mean, my disaster scenario is probably that we, you know, reach for an undersized high motor guy from like the pac 12 or something. (laughs) Um, You know, as far as I'm concerned, when in doubt draft from the sec, Georgia, Alabama, and you know, you're drastically increasing your odds of hitting. Well, yeah. And that's why I, Nolan Smith, I don't love his size, but the fact that he did play for Georgia in the SEC, uh, you feel a little better going up against those uh, legit offensive linemen. All right. Hey, next time we uh, talk on the pod, we'll be doing a draft recap podcast. Uh, Super excited for that. And uh, tune in on Twitter at DieHardEagles52. Be tweeting out some reactions as the picks happen. For the Die Hard Eagles podcast, I'm Sean Stagging the Money Green. For Rob, for Justin, go birds. Go birds. Go birds.